anyone listening to this who has a successful business, who's already, let's say, doing, you know, five, 10, 15, $20,000 a month in revenue, they already have a lot of these assets in place. So they, of course, they can actually promote affiliate programs like you do exactly. And there's a lot of good ones out there that if they're aligned, that would make sense. But also, you know, if you're just doing stuff evergreen on a regular basis, for many people, it does not take, when I'm talking like about these B-level, C-level promotions, it's not going to take a lot of time and energy to spend, you know, spend a couple hours setting up a couple emails where you're going to get sales coming in. This is James Schramko. James Schramko here. Welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 954. Today, we're chatting about combining launches with evergreen marketing. And I've brought along my friend, Ron Reich, to discuss this. G'day, Ron. Hello, James. Always excited to be here. I love chatting with you. I remember you used to run the launches for Ryan Levesque back in the day and lots of others. And now you coach people who are doing this. It's not the business model that I'm familiar with uh, in a big way. I've I've certainly been through the product launch formula classic by Jeff Walker. Mm -hmm. I've seen people doing launches. Of course, everyone online is getting emails from people who do launches. So we're receiving Mm -hmm. them. Not everyone's run them. I'm a huge fan of the evergreen model, but I have to acknowledge that for some people, a launch model is going to have lots of benefits. And if you can find that sweet spot of combining a launch model with an evergreen model, you can have a great business. And I know you focus on that. You've coached people with it. You're helping people with it on an ongoing basis over there at ronreich.com. So I'd love it if you could just share some insights, especially what you've seen maybe some examples of who might be doing this well and what sort of challenges would we have to get this going, but then how we might be able to get through them. Okay, great. So that was a lot. So I'm glad we have time to go over everything. So just to back up a little bit, one thing that I really want to emphasize is that I use the word launch because that's kind of a word that people understand in the marketing realms when it comes to internet marketing and online marketing. But really what I recommend those listening to this if you're not into quote-unquote launching or if that word has negative connotations, just really replace the word launch with campaign or replace the word launch with promotion. So really what we're talking about here is uh, when I think of a campaign launch promotion, it is a marketing event that happens in real time with a beginning, middle, and an end. That's really all a launch is. So if you're promoting a webinar that's happening on Thursday where you have a special offer that's going to be open till Sunday, that's what I would call a launch or a campaign. And so the whole idea here is that I'm all about optimizing. And so because of that, what I found, and this is one of those, in a lot of ways, kind of captain captain obvious type thing, is that if you are not having evergreen marketing, which I'll define in a second and launching and live marketing campaigns, you, in my opinion, you're being suboptimal. You're not maximizing your revenue potential. So we want to really have both those things working at the same time. So when I talk about, so let's define evergreen. So when we're talking about evergreen, really what we're talking about here is what I call your evergreen engine. Your consistent, let's say, kind of marketing mix that's going to consistently bring you leads, customers, and revenue. So these would be this is like your ongoing things like your ongoing social media campaign, your ongoing advertising campaign. In your case, this podcast that we're on right now is a big part of your evergreen marketing machine. It's making me think uh, for some people, they might just do one of these as their only thing. I, I know for a fact I can run perfectly fine with an evergreen engine. 
I know there are people who do promotions that, you know, start, have a middle and then finish, and then they go on the cycle every year or a couple of times a year even for a decade. Those are the people who look tired (laughs) and stressed and worn out, and they have big fame and revenue, but often lower margins. And that's where I think the beauty of combining them might be, because someone like me could actually get a spike in database or a spike in sales on top of an evergreen base. So that's why I think it's really worth covering. And that's particularly why I came to you, Ron, because you've seen this, you've seen the launch campaign style from behind the scenes and you've been active in many Mm -hmm. of them and you've helped people implement them. And I like that the combination of it means you've got a less wear and tear existence and you can dial the mix according to how you want to operate your business as a business owner. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why it's um, it's really so important to have both these things in place. So for example, and I totally agree with you, and there are a lot of people where literally their business, their actual business relies essentially on having one or two really, really big launches a year. And literally, it's like, you know, I was actually... Um, this was not a client of mine, but I remember a, uh, let's, let's call him a friend, colleague a couple of years ago. He spent six months planning this really, 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 really big launch. And he had a quite a big revenue projection that he was going to do that launch. Long story short, that launch did not hit the revenue numbers. And he ended up having to lay off like half his team because he had a bigger, more complicated business. And this is not the only person that this has happened to. So that is you're on fragile ground mm. if you're just focusing on launches, which obviously I do not have to uh, convince you, James, up because you teach the same thing that I just mentioned. And then at the same time, you're not really, um, as I mentioned for you, between the two, like if you're just going to focus on evergreen or if you're just going to focus on launches, you are definitely better to just focus on evergreen, absolutely 100%. But again, if you don't have that, you're just not maximizing your potential because you will, you, like you, honestly, you, James, would make more money. And to be fair, you do like affiliate campaigns, which might have a deadline. So you actually are doing what I call campaigns on a regular basis. And I know you do see this. I definitely do small promotions. When I do my own products, like when I have a live event or I'm introducing a new product, not very often, I used to call them releases. I'd, I'd think, well, I'm more releasing this to the market and letting people know about it. I think because, I don't know, my own value system or my own tolerances, I, I'm not the guy sending 17 emails on the last day of a campaign. Well, fair enough, yeah. But you don't have to, yeah. But the people who have put their balls on the line and, and invested heavily in it, they have this sort of stench of desperation. When I'm getting that 17th email on the last day of a launch, I, th- I think, you know what, I feel like you're being a bit selfish here and that you don't <laughs> really care that much about me and my needs that it's a little more about you and your ability to go to the next mastermind and get a lot of acknowledgement significance for having such a big revenue number launch. And that's always got under my skin. Yeah. But I don't want to take away from the power of it. And, and I might have said this on a previous episode. When I was still at the Mercedes-Benz dealership, we did a big weekend launch to open up the dealership. And then we did a themed AMG launch and we knocked it out of the park. It worked so well in an established, boring, commoditized industry. Mm-hmm. Having a promotion or a campaign is a great idea. So what can we do if we want to embrace this? We may already have an evergreen engine. We may be doing a little bit of a launch here and there, but not quite found our feet. And I'm going to give you a little avatar. 
I've got a couple of people at the moment I'm coaching who have smallish businesses and they need to get the word out, but they need to make it less stress and strain on them ongoing. So they want to dial in a bit of both. What sort of advice would you have for them? Okay, great. So I'll give you kind of like just one definition and then we'll give that specific advice. So what I like to, I, I wish I could come with a better framework for this or a better name for this framework. I like to think of A, B, and C launches. So our A launches, those are the big launches that we've been talking about. These are the big launches that take, they might take two to three weeks on the marketing calendar where you're having, they typically have a a lot of promotions. You're kind of really making a big scene. Then there's a B launch or a B level promotion campaign. That really would be, that's essentially like a week long webinar campaign where, you know, you might have a webinar that starts on Thursday. You start promoting it two or three days before that and a deadline that, be on Sunday, a special offer available to Sunday. That's a, kind of a typical B type promotion. These days, t- challenges are very popular. So like a maybe a three-day challenge, that kind of thing. That's what I like a three-day challenge with a little, little bit of a period to where you're taking sales. That's what I would call a B-level promotion. And then we have our C-level pr- promotions. That could be like a one-day sale, a weekend type sale, kind of a Black Friday type sale. That's the thing I would call a B-level promotion. Well, the four-day cash machine, I think. The four-day cash machine, yeah. The classic Frank Kuranoff four-day yep. cash machine is a classic kind of C-level, not C-level, but C-promotion as I'm defining it. So my rule of thumb when I'm working with clients to map out their marketing campaign, because I do think there's a lot of benefits of, of launching to get those specs and revenue, to get a lot more visibility, to build up your email list. I recommend they do... A real optimum number is two to three bigger type promotions per year. They may or may not involve partners. And then essentially in between your the months you're not doing your bigger campaigns, you can essentially do like, like one month you could do a B type promotion, like a webinar type promotion, or typically two C promotions equal B promotion, if that makes sense. So you could do like two weekend sales in two weekends of the month. That's kind of like my starting kind of mix of things. Like that's kind of what I would recommend as kind of an optimum schedule if you're really looking to maximize revenue and visibility. And I appreciate, obviously, like if you, James, were, if you were asking me about what you should do, I would say, don't do that because that doesn't mix with your energy and your style and things like that. So we all need to find our unique mix. At the same time, there are people who they have really good businesses with really good evergreen campaigns coming in and they're making sales on a regular basis. And they just love to launch. Like I'm kind of more along these lines, but I like the energy of doing live marketing promotion. It gets me excited. That's the keys in it. It's about knowing yourself. My friend Peter Shaw talks about this, about understanding your type of person. If you like the adrenaline and the excitement of the launch and you can put the energy to it, lean more into dialing that into your business. If you like a a drama-free life, a stress-free life, and you just want to have consistent income coming in and not get too excited about it, then the evergreen thing is going to work well. For me, yeah, the pace of having maybe two or three things a year works about right on top. You know, a couple of affiliate promotions, maybe a live event back in, you know, up until 2020 was the last one we did, apart from I'm just about to head to the Maldives as we record this for the, uh, the Maldives Mastermind. Two live events and a couple of affiliate promotions was a nice sort of cream on top of the bottle of milk for me. So you can adjust to split whatever you want. You could be 50-50, 80-20 in either way. That's one of the big takeaways is knowing which type of business owner are you and how much launch can you tolerate, <laughs> I think is really one of the factors. Oh yeah, but again, but again, I do need to point out, so I will challenge you a little bit on this, James, in the sense that 
My understanding, like when you're promoting something as an affiliate, my understanding is that that's not super stressful for you, James. No, it's super easy. And that, and I've, you know, when I pull out my spreadsheet and compare the product effective hourly rate, income, et cetera, it always scores very highly. Like it is the, by far the highest hourly rate I get paid for anything is when I send out a couple of emails for someone else's program because I'm not writing the sales copy. I'm not getting the JV broker. I'm not dealing with the customer support. I'm not fulfilling on the product. I'm just letting people know that it exists. And to a large extent, this is why I've ended up having partnerships as my business model, because half of my income comes from a portfolio of other people's businesses. So I've found the perfect way to leverage people doing great stuff and me putting the things that I'm good at to that effort without doing the bits that really drive me crazy. So I I think, again, it's about knowing yourself and then, as you said, Ron, optimizing, figuring out a business model that caters for what you need. And especially right now, and we're talking about launches because it's something you're a specialist in and you can bring that to my audience and share that. So that's great leverage for me. Absolutely. And I just want to back up on this. So you, like, you know, your case study, like, of like, you know, best hourly effective hourly rate was when you were doing live marketing promotions campaigns in this specific case for other people. And you mentioned essentially all that came down to was you sending out emails. And here's what I would say. Most people, anyone listening to this who has a successful business, who's already, let's say doing, you know, five, 10, 15, $20,000 a month in revenue, they already have a lot of these assets in place. So they, of course, they can actually promote affiliate programs like you do exactly. And there's a lot of good ones out there that if they're aligned, that would make sense. But also, you know, if you're just doing stuff evergreen on a regular basis, for many people, it does not take, when I'm talking like about these B-level, C-level promotions, it's not going to take a lot of time and energy to spend, you know, spend a couple hours setting up a couple emails where you're going to get sales coming in. And it could be seasonal, right? You could do the Black Friday offer or a Christmas special or a start of the year Kickstarter or an Easter thing. So there's seasonal events, there's uh, the warehouse got flooded type events or running out the Ah. previous uh, batch of DVDs type things if people still do DVDs these days. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Back in the early, uh, this is like in the 90s when I remember the that famous Coca-Cola campaign, like with the polar bears, I think it was always Coca-Cola. They talked about the relay race where it's like one promotion leading to the another. There's like the holiday promotion. And then there's the back, the, let's say the, yeah, then like the, the new year, new you promotion, et cetera, et cetera. So there's always a reason to do some kind of a, a live marketing event. And again, there's like templates for these kinds of things. Google Black Friday sale. What I'm getting at is that, again, just spending it some time and creating some emails to have a little marketing campaign isn't going to have the stress of these big mega launches where you're depending on feeding you know, feeding your team. So is that what you would start with? Just nibble away at a couple of C-type campaigns just to get your feet wet? Well, it depends on what, what depend, again, a lot of factors involved. It kind of depends upon what their, as you say, their tolerances. Like I would say that, yeah, if you're, if you're in a good position where you're just doing evergreen stuff, I would say yes. Like if you have a successful business, let's say you're doing at least $100,000 a year in revenue, and you just have like an evergreen, like your machine kind of moving, I positively guarantee you that if you add in some live marketing promotions, some special offers on a, you know, once a month, even every other month, your revenue will improve. I had one client uh, a couple of years ago. She uh, just had an evergreen. This is what I call marketing malpractice. She just had 
an evergreen marketing funnel. And it was working. She, and she had a legitimate successful, like sending ads to a webinar. And she was selling like her $500 product on a regular basis. And it was doing really, really well. And she was getting all of these leads on a regular basis for this funnel. And she was not doing any live marketing promotions to these new leads that she was getting on a regular basis. So that's one of those things that once she just started doing a, a monthly promotion to that, those leads that were already coming in, some simple promotions like we were just talking about, her revenue went up. I think it went up. I can't remember the exact number. It went up by, by her profits went up by 25, 30%. Because that's like a literal free money. Like in my, I said marketing malpractice because it's like, if you're getting leads on a regular basis and you're not just doing some live marketing, you're just, I know you're not a, a huge fan of the table, but like there's a lot of money being left on the table there. So what I would say is that two things. If you're already have a successful business and you have some evergreen things that are working, yeah, positively just start off with some simple promotions. I would start out with like simple email-based promotions. And I would also consider doing like a simple, a simple webinar, like a, a simple five to seven day webinar promotion. That the second one's going to be a little more work, but there is going to be a little bit of um bang for your buck. The thing there with webinars specifically is that. And I know quite a few people, and I'm guessing you don't know as well, that they would actually do, instead of having like an evergreen automated webinar, they would do a sometimes a weekly or monthly live webinar. And that actually ended up being a huge source of, um, you know, a, a huge uh, income generator for their business. So it's almost like you could almost like say that's, is that an evergreen thing or a... Yeah, well, I know a guy who does a weekly webinar. And so you'd call it an evergreen style, but it's a weekly live webinar. So it's event-based, yeah, yeah. deadline-driven. It's got scarcity involved. Yeah. I mean, the reality is with people, you know, life is going on. So if they can sort of have a reason to turn up, if they've got that inducement of being able to come and participate in something that's fun and event-based, then they're more likely to get excited about it and focus on it. And you might be able to ask them to do something right then and there rather than hoping they're just going to read your emails or whatever. I absolutely agree with you that if you can create event-driven marketing campaigns on top of an evergreen business, there's no doubt you're going to bring in more revenue. No doubt about it. And yeah. you've given us a couple of hints here. Challenges, live webinar events, email campaigns, especially tied into seasonal, you know, the annual relay race of, mm -hmm. ca of campaigns, the big launch Mm -hmm. We've talked about just sending as an affiliate for someone else's. If you want to, if you mm -hmm. just want to tap some value from the list, mm -hmm. then you could find a good pairing to someone who offers great value that you would recommend and then send out a notice about that. And you could be rewarded for that. So you can bring back some of that mm -hmm. stored value in your list just by participating in someone else's launches and campaigns if you don't want to do them yourself. So we've given a variety of options. And you also mentioned someone added on top of an evergreen funnel and lifted their revenue. Mm -hmm. What other things have you seen that people have done that, that you thought was quite clever? Yeah, I think those are the, um, the other thing, actually, here's a, I wouldn't call this a secret, but one of the actual best strategies I've ever encountered is actually doing, basically it's segmenting and it's doing, this is almost like a, a legitimate hack, is essentially doing more special offers to your existing customers especially your, what our friend Dan Kennedy calls your hyper-responsive customers. So this is one of those things where it almost like, it doesn't actually defy logic, but two things, two things are true. Your existing customers, they're obviously 10 times more excited to hear from you about whatever you're doing than someone who's, who's just on your email list. 
Therefore, they are kind of excited to get their what you know what you're doing. They're not they're not going to unsubscribe from their, their list. They're probably going to be more excited that you're offering them something. And the other thing that's true is that of course the more of a you know, what's called a hyper-responsive customer they are, the more they're going to be excited about hearing from you. So like your top 1% of one, not, it's not necessarily your top 1%, it's actually your top kind of 4% of customers. These are like the factors there to get into some nerdy direct marketing stuff. It's essentially frequency, how often they purchase, recency, how recent it was that they purchased, and what the total amount that they purchased from was. So the point I'm getting at is that you can actually do, you know, their statisticians that can do equations to figure out who are your most hyper-responsive customers. But let's just say like, if you don't have a huge database, these would be like your biggest fans. It'll be the ones whose names you know and who answer, you know comment on your social yeah, media posts exactly. and buy every product. Yeah, those people. I, you know, as you're thinking about this, I'm thinking uh, surfboard companies or fin companies or whatever, when they send me emails with special offers, I don't feel bad about it. Mm. I, I, I feel exactly. You're probably, it's fantastic. I appreciate them thinking of me. And this is, this is ding, 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 ding. This is like, in some ways it's kind of a, it kind of a hack in the sense that your best customers actually want to get more offers from you. Your yeah. best, best customers, they will have a, a legitimate insatiable desire to get stuff. Like in your case, James, you're never going to run out of surf stuff that you're going to be interested in in purchasing most likely. It's like you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm over it, right? Yeah, it's like, it's a continuous journey at this stage. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the strategy that I'm getting at, there's a couple of really good ones to have is one thing that I used to do in one of my earlier businesses was I would do just on an ongoing kind of, you can call this an evergreen, it was kind of an evergreen flow is that for my best customers, we put them on the VIP list and every week they would get a special VIP email, which is a content email that only they got. And they would also get a special offer as a result of being a VIP. And then also during a bigger promotion, like a live promotion that was going on, what we would do is we would have our kind of regular promotion, like the regular, you know, launch emails that people are seeing. And then in parallel with that, there'd only be like, it wouldn't be a ton. You would send a couple of special emails, a couple of emails just to customers and letting them know that they actually would, they essentially would get a better offer than the public was getting. It's like, because you're a customer of ours, not only will we give you um, a special discount, but we're also going to give you this extra special bonus. This is really um, one of the most effective strategies that I've ever you know, devised or, or, or used because, again, it was like worked essentially every time. And again, even during a bigger launch, when you're sending more emails, if you're doing that, your best customers, right? If you're a customer, right? Even if your inbox is being bombarded, when you get that email, hey, you special customer, you're getting a special offer, like no one's going to be upset about that. So again, it is a little a legitimate hack. So that's the big thing that would be segmentation. Love it. Segmenting, doing more of what works, leaning into your best audience. You can tell from things like their purchase history. In our system that we use, Entreport, we can lead score. So we can actually add points when they purchase certain right. things. And then you can group them by the highest number of points. That would be my top 1% of clients that yeah. I could really lean on if I wanted for whatever I need. They can also be the cheerleaders that actually, they're the type of people who promote your company, like the NPS thing, who will mm -hmm. share a sales offer with their market, you know, which is fantastic. So excellent tip. Give us another gem from your archive. 
All right, another gem. Let's see what are some of that was. I mean, that was such a good one. That that is great. I, I don't want to diminish the value of that <laughs> that one. That's basically. So of course, we're listening to this. We'll go away and we'll segment our database. We'll find out who our hyper customers are, and we'll make sure we put them on a VIP list or oh, yes. have a special promotion. I know this is true as a personal consumer. So I'll actually, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another good gem as I um, as we're talking about. This is one of those things. Is one of those things that still works really, really well. Again, this is one thing that just works really well. It's kind of like they're kind of both through. Whether it's in your evergreen marketing machine or as part of a launch or a bigger promotion, it still is true that the more personal touches you can give, like that personal connection. It really does make a huge difference, and it's still in uh, you know, in 2022 is actually this the biggest conversion enhancer I've, I've really ever seen. So the point I'm getting at is that if in your evergreen marketing mix, if you're not doing regular touches with like let's say like your social media people who are engaging with you on social media, if you're sending them like regular DM type messages, that's going to make them a lot more warmer and a lot more inclined to invest in your services. And then at the same time, if you're doing during a launch, all this is true. It's just just amplified even more. And I've actually worked with many um, high-level people who are running, you know, complicated seven-figure, multiple seven-figure businesses. And like the last day of a big promotion, they themselves were blocking up the whole day to send like personal voice notes to their most engaged audience. Because at that time, that was like the most valuable use of their time. So that's like a, a huge... Amplifier really is to send you that personal connection, either as both part of your regular marketing machine and as part of your bigger promotions. Yeah, that's epic. It reminds me of a local retailer here where they put on a, an event for their best customers and they send them a VIP invitation. They give them a little gift bag when they arrive. Mm-hmm. They put them in a drawer for a prize. They put on some wine and cheese. They make a lot of sales. Yeah. And I know the owner of that store personally is DMing each of the customers. And it reminded me a lot of what we used to do in the dealership too. It's crazy to me that for pretty much no reason other than that you can come and have a wine and cheese, that people just come to a store at a particular time and then just start purchasing rapidly. Like it, <laughs> there's, there's some real magic in these events that you can do them online. Yeah. And I do know some very introverted students of mine who engineer their Black Friday launches or their other promotions and they work on the email copy and they work on the special offer and then they set it up and they send it out and they always get a big stag in sales just from that effort. So if you want to put in the effort, it's good. I'm obviously a massive advocate of evergreen marketing machines. So you stack this on top, you've got a dynamite combo. Absolutely. Ron, uh, what materials or information have you got that we could learn from? So actually, and one thing I just do want to, uh, before I answer that, one I do want to point out is that this might be the majority of people listening to this, but everything we've, we've, been, we've been leaning more on kind of the launch on top of the evergreen, but the opposite, the opposite is true. I would, I would encourage everyone listening to this to take a look at where they're strong and where they're weak, because there are a lot of people who they might be a little launch heavy and what they need to be doing is essentially, if they don't have it, is building that evergreen engine. And really that evergreen engine really consists of your main marketing channels, your main media channels. It's about being consistent with those, like your your regular content mix, plus essentially regular calls to action and regular invitations to, you know, whatever you're selling, whether it's getting a call with you or to invest in your product or service. And of course, we can use advertising to essentially put gasoline on the fire. So I just wanted to, to point that out. Yeah, nice. So my tip there, for most people who have a launch, 
it is to if you're giving a thousand dollar course or a two thousand dollar course or a weekend mastermind or a retreat wherever Guatemala or whatever give them access to your recurring membership you know give them three months access to it or whatever Mm -hmm. and then let them stay on after that to pay that's been my core business model since 2009 and my very best customers have been to my live events and then stayed on Mm -hmm. or been to my masterminds and stayed on because you get such a good opportunity to get to know people when you're delivering on your product or service. The big takeaway, the, this is a huge clue, and I got this from a friend of mine called Kat. When you think you're fulfilling on the service, that's actually the front door to the next offer. Right, it never ends. So that product that, or service that you've just sold on your promotion or campaign or launch that is the opportunity to create and forge the next relationship. And so once I learned that, I stopped thinking that my events that I'd sold were the fulfillment only. That was like the front door induction to people being able to stay in that community and get a lot more leverage from the things they'd learned to participate and collaborate ongoing. And it turns out online, there's a huge need for that. And that's why the communities have been strong. So if you're launch heavy, think about how you can build a recurring system from the back of your front ends. And I've been helping a few heavy hitters do that over time. And, and it's encouraging to me when I see someone who was a 100% launch heavy build in a recurring income stream. I know they're, they're going to retain more hair. They're going to uh, mm-hmm. be less angry. They're going to get better sleep. They're mm-hmm. going to, life becomes a lot right. smoother for them. So, Absolutely. Ron, where can we get some uh, resources? Uh, yeah, so I have a very special invitation for those uh, listening to this, which is that I actually have a course called my Launch Engine Intensive. It's an amazing course that I sell it typically for a thousand or five hundred dollars. And as a special offer, if anyone's listening to this, if they want to uh, find me on Facebook, name is uh, Ron Wright. Just go find me on Facebook friend me, send me a message and just tell me that you listen to James's podcast and that you'd like access to the course. And I'll get you free access to my $500 launch course just for being a friend of James. Amazing. All right. So it's Ron Reich, R-E-I-C-H. Send him a message on Facebook, ask him for the course, tell him you listen to the Shramco podcast, episode 954. Ron, that's very generous and I appreciate it. I hope you'll come back and share some more insights. We'll probably get a few questions about this. and. The thing I love the most is being able to bring along a guest who's got deep experience in the areas that I haven't fully explored. So it's tremendous value and I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Always excited to be here and uh, and connect with you and connect with all the amazing listeners. There you go. So we're going to put a transcription up on episode 954 at jamesramco.com. By the way, if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to go and leave a review somewhere on Apple or whatever platform you listen to. I could probably do with a couple more reviews. Uh, they're lovely when they come and uh, certainly a lot of gratitude when I see those. This is James Schramko. 